Well, well, well. Don't know why I'm doing this. Don't know why I'm back. To be honest, probably a mistake. Um, but why the fuck not? Uh, it's because it, it seems that lately a few people are listening again. Doesn't make sense to me. Maybe it's the shit house, bunk, fucked out, clapped out, back alley bullshit jokes I've been posting to Facebook. Because every time I post shit jokes, no one likes it, first of all. <laughs> and then if you tell me afterwards, if I see you at work and you say, a hey, good one, and you didn't like it, I wish you nothing but the worst. I wish you nothing but pain. If you think something is good, Give it recognition. I need it. <laughs> but seriously, pull your socks up. If you think something's funny, fucking comment on it. Like it. Get involved. Because then the more confident I get, the more likely I am to stumble. And that's what everyone wants to see. So if you see someone doing something that you think might be half good, might be almost maybe somewhere close, compliment them massively. Give them everything. Lean in. Hey, I think you're doing amazing work. I'd like to see more. I think you could up your output. More. Because you know what you get when you get more? That's when people trip up. That's when they get me too That's when cancel culture comes. And it comes for everyone eventually. But you want to trip them up. Set them up. That's what I want. I want you to comment on shit and like stuff so that my ego blows up, so that I crash and burn and possibly improve or give up forever. But I want to be tested, okay? And I'll do the same for you. You post something mildly funny, mildly entertaining, I'm going to like it. And then I hope next time you get cocky and I'm going to be there to not like that one. <laughs> yeah, I'll be there. <laughs> Well, that's a weird way to get started on the attack. Um, probably shouldn't have come out that strong. It's been a while. It's been a good eight months, I think, maybe nine months since my last episode. And I just stopped because I do this because I want to do it, not because I need to do it and not for anyone else. And I didn't want to do it. And now I want to do it again, so I'm doing it. But it's reached that weird point where it's been so long that it feels awkward coming back and doing it. Like, is this a new show or is it the same one? It's the same one. We've just been on hiatus. And by we, I mean me because it's mine. And it's reached that weird. I'm not, I'm trying to put it into a final way to use some sort of analogy to explain how it feels. But I think the closest thing is, you know, when you, you know, when you like it, like oh, this is something that happens to me in real life. Something like if you stand behind a door hiding, hiding, waiting to like jump out and scare someone. Like I'll do this all the time to Lauren. I'll be waiting somewhere in the house around a corner to jump out and scare her. But then you've been waiting too long. She's been, she might've been, she might be in the bathroom and I'm standing waiting to scare her. The shower turned off 10 minutes ago. So don't know what she's doing, making me foolish, but I'm waiting outside going, thinking I'm going to get her. And then as time goes on, I've waited too long. She doesn't know how long I've waited. So it makes no difference, but I'm embarrassed. And it doesn't make any sense. And then the isn't. And then the worst thing is, is I go, oh, I've waited too long. Take a step. Ah, the door opens. 
That's what this feels like. It feels like I've been waiting behind a door to jump out and scare everybody. But then I waited too long and now it's weird and uncomfortable and I'm embarrassed. But I shouldn't be embarrassed, but I am because it's my own embarrassment. And that's exactly what it is. Is that weird, that weird thing when you embarrass yourself. Like when you take a video of yourself doing something, like when you're a kid and you take a video of yourself singing or something like that, and then you watch it back and, oh, and it hurts so much, except it shouldn't hurt because it's you, it's, it's being embarrassed by yourself when no one else has even seen it and it's completely anonymous is the strangest shit. Because you don't get embarrassed by your thoughts. But as soon as it's out in the open, you've recorded it, it's like it's like you're judging someone else. As soon as it's recorded and it's on your phone, it's like, ugh, trash. But that's but it's probably you. And you don't necessarily want to want to be trash, but sometimes we've got to accept that we are trash. So welcome. <laughs> welcome back to this uh, possibly enlightening episode of the accident. Uh, and with it, whoa, and the accident, fuck, of the accidental bully podcast. And I set myself up to fail. Well, I didn't set myself up to fail. I just failed. Didn't even set it up. Gave myself a relatively easy thing to say that we say all the time. Mm, got it. Um, but what's happened since, since my last podcast, a lot of shit's happened. Um, and there's so much to talk about that I don't really even know if I want to start or if I just want to just want to get going with new shit, what's happening recently. I've um, been doing a lot of stand-up gigs, which is great. Um, it's a weird balancing act doing stand-up because it's kind of like I want to do so many shows, but I also want to stay in a relationship and in contact with my kids. <laughs> so it's, it's, that weird, it's that weird balancing act with like, I want to be funny, but I don't want to be lonely. That got that got deep. I just thought, but but I think it's a it's a challenge a lot of a lot of stand ups have is because because there's so many guys that are just that have smashed it and gotten divorced, split up with their missus, gotten really motivated into stand up, and I guess it's because you're out three or four, five, six, seven, eight, ten nights a week uh, doing stand up, and if you're doing it that much and you're not thinking about what's going on at home, you're pushing your luck, and I'm trying not to push my luck because I got a good lady. And I got good kids, but I wish oh, I wish I could just step out, step out and do step out and do a gig and be home and not fucking be out for two hours. But I love it. But I don't. But I love it. Weird vibes to start this, and I'm feeling that embarrassment. I was just talking about the embarrassment when you do something, when you do something alone, you shouldn't get embarrassed because it's not even released to the world yet. And I'm feeling it already. I just spoke about it, and now I'm feeling it, and it's. It's a real thing. Um, damn. Ash had her, um, my daughter had her cross country again the other day. It's been that long on the podcast that we've now covered two cross countries and nine episodes. I think this is, I don't even know if this is nine. I think this is eight episodes. Fuck. Eighth episode, two cross countries. That's, that's the level of output I'm going for on the podcast. Um, there's no winners, no losers. Just participants same as her cross country and but then again there was a winner actually this year last year there was no winners in her race this year there was winners she finished middle of the pack 
and I got a great picture of her running and the picture of her running demonstrated that she was not running anywhere near hard enough because she was way too happy in the picture. She was smiling, waving, having a great time and it was at the end of the race so there's no way that she'd given it her all if she could if she could hit a pose, a mid-air, full-stride pose, smiling, waving, happy as. But I don't know if she's going to be the athletic one out of the kids. My little boy's the maniac. He's the one that's probably going to be into sports a bit more because um, currently he's not into sports as much as he is into just crashing and falling and banging his head on shit and smash. He's got a dead tooth at the moment because he was riding his bike and he turned down a hill and went so fast that Lauren couldn't catch him at full sprint and then he fell and some, I don't know what he banged his tooth on, but he's just smashed his front tooth and now he's got a dead tooth. So I've got a kid with a dead tooth. <laughs> and this, no matter no matter how well dressed your kid is, as soon they got a dead tooth. Mm, questions. Um, <laughs> but that's other than that, things have been pretty normal. Um, Stand ups going good. Doing some new stuff. MC'd a couple of couple of interesting gigs. Um, did a gig in uh, Myeri at Billabong Brewing and that's always an interesting one because you're doing stand-up uh, at a brewing at a brewery and while you're doing it downstairs there are workers that seem to put in an effort to make the most noise they can possibly make during a stand-up show this is an indoor venue I'm pretty sure last gig someone started using a Karcher high-pressure hose inside just full blast there was there was there was moisture misting up to the because we're kind of on a, like a like a like a mezzanine um above where they do all the work and there's they're just clanging bottles and glasses and the carches running and then they slam and roll the doors shut and i guess that's what we deserve for being open mic is we can't we we're too, we're too blessed here in wa we're doing shows like that then then we you can literally go and do a show called the gong show at the comedy lounge which is just self-harm on stage and you can go and do that in front of a sold out crowd in possibly the best comedy room in Australia. And then another night of the week you can go, you can get a gig at Fremantle at the federal hotel again, sold out sick acts. So I guess I think that's the thing is a lot of interstate comics, they come over here and they're like, fuck, you got quality rooms. Um, whereas we, we were whinging and complaining about the one, or the two that have a bit of noise in the background, which are probably the ones we need to get better, to be honest. Um, but we're a fragile lot, us com- comedians. Oh, I fucking hate that. I'm, I don't know at what point I'm going to be willing to call myself a comedian. I don't know. Ah, oh, it's just gross. Um, this Actually, this reminds me of a story. Um, Cam McLaren. Um, who's a mate of mine, who's one of the first, I reckon he was the first comedian I ever met. And I met him when I was selling cars at Midland Toyota and he came in and I, this was well before I did comedy. This was ages ago. And he met me and I said, what do you do for work? And he said, comedian. And even he admits to this day that he probably shouldn't have said comedian because it was real soon. And he said it was probably the only time he's ever said it. Cause I think as soon as he said it, I looked at him and was like, Oh, Okay you're crazy. And then I asked him all these weird questions like, where do you do it? Oh, that, cause there's, there's the generic questions you get from everyone when you say, Oh, when someone find out you do stand up. Cause I avoid telling anyone 
because it's you get the same awkward question. You oh, just sound, oh, where do you do it? Oh, oh, what kind of things do you talk about? Oh, that upsets me. Uh, what kind of things do you talk about? There's no theme. I don't have a thing. I'm barely even doing it, to be honest. People, are, it's just, I don't know. It's such a, it's such a funny thing. What kind of things do you talk about? I, uh, buttholes, cum, boobs, um, and then weird things like sayings. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's such a hard thing to, to quantify. Oh, what do you talk about? Do you want me to do my set right here? Do you want me to, do you want it to get real weird? Do you want me to just, what's the deal with avocados? They're not avas and they're, and now I'm embarrassed again. <laughs> it's so weird doing this. I've, it's been so long since I've done it that now I come back and I only did seven, but I got a bit more comfortable. And now that I'm back, it's, it's just, you've got to get back into the groove. So I'm going to do something. I think actually this is what I'll do. I'll shake it up. I'll do something that I did last time and everyone thought was pretty funny. Um, there's a, there's a couple of reviews that I found. Actually, we'll start with this video because this video made me laugh. Um, because it's just a video of the, the, the best the best cockpit landing video. And I don't even think the video is funny, but it just made me think. Um, the other day I was at work, we were talking about um, how the, uh, uh, we were talking about gay bars. And then somehow it came up, there was a gay bar called the cockpit, which is a great name for a gay bar. But anyway, we'll watch this video first um, and then I'll, then we'll go on. But this, the video, firstly, the video starts with a guy sitting very awkwardly, possibly a pilot, probably a pilot. He's got the yellow lines, the Richmond colors on his shoulders. So let's hit play. Pilots are just so casual. I don't know how they're so casual. Like they're just, they're just flying in. Just, they're flying in a massive fucking Pringles can full of humans that just disintegrates if it hits something too hard. Like absolutely peels apart and fucking explodes. And they're just, it just it melts my brain watching watching this, watching things like pilots. And then watching when you watch TV shows and you see like, again, the other levels of things where they're just super professional, like surgeons, just digging around in people's bodies and pulling shit out and being like, that's what I was meant to pull out. That ready, brown, meaty thing. Just That's exactly, I know what it is. I know what that is, and I'm ripping it out confidently. It's it's a crazy. I don't even remember if this video is actually funny. I don't even remember if it was funny. I think I just think it, I just think I actually looked at it and then it said cockpit and I laughed. So that's that's where I'm at. I'm finding videos funny based on their title because they say cockpit, and that reminds me of a funny name for a gay bar and. The video says best cockpit landing video, hashtag shorts. And that made me laugh too because shorts, I thought of the type of shorts that you wear and not short videos. And and the fact that planes are called Boeings and Boeing sounds like boing, and that makes me laugh. <laughs> oh, you're a pilot? Oh. What are you flying? A boy, reckon the pilots are like that. Hey, Captain, 
How are you? How are you at flying? Oh, very, very, oh, I got my hat on. What are you flying? Uh, Boeing. Uh, Boeing. Imagine just interrupting that. Oh, who makes the 747? Oh, Boeing. And these are the kind of things. I want, oh, yeah. That's actually the sound as it hit the, no. We're not going, we're not going into, we're not discussing 9-11 alone. We talk it in groups when we can make people uncomfortable. I'm not even going to watch the end of this video because I don't know what the fuck I was so interested in it for, but either way, it made me move on to looking up the gay bar called the cockpit because I felt like looking at the reviews and... I just love the reviews because I assume these are reviews from very particular, very particular customers because these are the most articulate reviews I've ever seen. People are dot pointing, but this one, I really like this. What, this is a review for the cockpit now closed. Um, so moment of silence for the cockpit, which is now cockless, a pit with no cocks. And, Someone wrote, he wrote, one of the bartenders flew outside before I even, oh, I've started the story in the wrong spot. Okay. I'm going to start again. This guy said, as I was walking in, I threw an empty Wendy's bag and cup in what I mistakenly thought was the trash can near the entrance. Big mistake, as this was apparently a large ashtray. Uh, so this story got off to a really shit start because a large, uh, I don't give a fuck about you putting your rubbish in the wrong place, but one of the bartenders flew outside before I even hit the door and I caught the tail end of his shriek. And now we're on. Well, now we're into the good stuff. Throwing something in the trash can that is obviously not trash is what he shrieked, which is very uh, hospitality training would probably recommend against this kind of yelling. Dang, this guy should have been a Soviet border patrol, he said. Because Soviet border patrols do not fucking like you putting rubbish in ashtrays. Don't don't put rubbish in ashtrays in the Soviet fucking border, at the border. He said, I tried to retrieve the bag myself and he snatched it up. Walked it to Snatch, also a good name for a gabber. Snatched it up. Could also That could be a night at Snatch. Walked into the actual, walked it to the actual trash can a few steps away and made a big show. And to be honest, at a gay club, possibly a manager, he's gonna he's gonna put on a show. And I love it. But he said he made a big show out of making me look like a contemptible idiot. <laughs> I just love it. After entering, every one of the ten or so people in attendance looked at me. And I can't imagine what they were thinking. Okay, so he walked into uh, the cockpit. And at the time, the cockpit, I'm assuming, only had 10 cocks in it. 10 people in attendance. And they, he couldn't imagine what they were thinking after he put rubbish in an ashtray. And this is a, this is a one-star one review. And 14 people found this review useful. I just, 
And then he said, kind of sad because I had one drink, one drink instead of three or four I likely would have had. It obviously colored my view of this place. Not only am I unlikely to come back, I am posting this review and stuff like this kills businesses. Woo! He's on it. So he's so he's given dot points. I had one instead of uh, I had two and three. I'm gonna straight up bring this fucking joint down. Bend over, cockpit. I'm coming in. On Yelp, and you know what's crazy is they are out of business. I wonder when they went out of business because this was June 2015. He sent this review. Um, oh, it doesn't tell you when it was closed. Uh, Yelpers report this location is closed. Fuck, it doesn't say when it was closed, or maybe it's just closed because of COVID. Ah, uh, bugger. Either way, amazing. And then another review. Another one-star review, which is just great. He said, I asked the bar if it had Red Bull, and the reply I got was, well, we don't gave Red Bull here, but I do have sugar-free Red Bull. And I said, it was fine. And to add absolute, my response from the bar, my response from the bartender was, we don't have any absolute. Then he rolled his eyes and gave me a sugar-free Red Bull. These people, who's who's reading, who's having this situation and then getting upset? And then what he said, he said, I'd rather deal with Opus One, Burkhart's, or a straight bar. I take offense to that because straight bars all have fucking Red Bull for the Kyles. All right? And the Jakes and the Robs and the Mats and the Bills and the Bobs. And every straight name. I would say the Tories, but I'm the only one that I've ever met. Um, I can't believe he put... So this this guy slamming a gay bar, blah, 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 not happy, not happy, not happy. Then he goes, I'd rather deal with Opus One, Burkhart's, or a straight bar. As if a straight bar's a fucking disgusting option. It's not on, Justin. It's not on, mate. And then from that, I from that I was looking at that review and I thought, oh, I'm going to go check out reviews on something else. And it made me think the other day um, at work, Trent was looking at a – what was he looking at? He was looking for a sprayer. So I got on Bunnings and I was reading a couple of Bunnings reviews. And I found two reviews that are just the epitome of people writing reviews for stuff on Bunnings. And they were for an electric weed trimmer. And this first review is the most dramatic thing ever. He said – I bought this two days ago and used it for about 25 minutes. I noticed the motor was slowing down, and when I pulled it away from the grass and revved it, it shot out an electric arc flame out of the bottom of the motor and then stopped working. I like Ozito tools, but this was just scary. <laughs> electrical arc flame. Sounds like a electrical electrical arc flame. Sounds like a re- like a um, like the name of a song from a high school metal band. Metal band. I thought it escaped the word errors, but I've done it. Electrical arc flame by the by the wet by the by the dry heavers. What's what sort of name? Nah, because because in high school kids would give a metal band like a name that they thought was cool. Electrical arc flame by the skull 
Melters. The Skull Makers. The, the Death Dyers. The Coward Punchers. Oh, God. Hey, actually, I saw this, this video fucking cracked me up as well. There's there's a woman in the US, and I only saw this a few days ago. There's a woman in the US, I think, who wants to freeze herself. Um, and here, we'll just, we'll just watch the video. I'll talk, talk through it. But the, basically, she just wants to freeze herself so that she can be brought back to life in a few hundred years. But I think she's dumb. Anyway, here we go. I found a woman who will never die. I'm Linda. Okay. <laughs> straight off the bat huge claims I found a woman that will never die and then she comes up on the screen and goes hi I'm Linda that isn't the name of an immortal look uh, that who will never die hi I'm Linda <laughs> I'm Linda and she's kind of already looking at the camera like I don't know I might actually die She's looking at the camera like, mm, I'm not totally convinced, but I want to be something, and my name's Linda. And I would really like to live forever. See, he said, we'll never die, and she said, I would really like to. Even her language is already on the back. Linda is so afraid of death that she hired a real scientist. She hired a real scientist, and the scientists are standing either side of her with COVID masks on. And I don't, and it's not because of COVID. They are standing either side of her with COVID masks on, with their arms crossed, because they don't want their identities to be known. I with don't. real PhDs. With real PhDs. And it's just a zoomed in picture of a lady with a mask on. You're making a video. Take your fucking mask off. What? Oh, it's like the other day I was watching a, um, a medical show and they had to put on those big hazmat suits. And it's the first time I've ever noticed in the hazmat suit on TV shows, they put a light in the hazmat suit facing back onto the person's face so you can see their face so it's filmable. But it's so fucking stupid because I'm sure it would make it really hard for them to see. It's all for show. I just realised TV's all for show and I don't like it. But anyway, let's get let's get back to the freezing Linda. The Linda the Linda the Immortal. To find a way to freeze herself. The minute she dies. The minute she dies, they want to freeze her. Okay, the minute she dies. What if, what if Linda, Linda trips and bangs her head on the corner of a bench? The minute she dies. Okay. Her body and let it sit there for centuries until science... And then I don't understand. They say, and then and then let it sit there for centuries. And then they say until science. And they show a little Asian girl. And then they show to a scene of a, of an older the the girl obviously when she's older. And I don't understand the reference. Was she frozen, or are they, or are they just showing that people grow up? They did, like they didn't have any other video to play in her and make her live again. It she's sounds creepy again. She's getting defrosted. Ooh, it's Ooh. And then uh. easy, but it's not just her. Even famous people also asked Linda. To Who is Linda? They're saying Linda hired someone to freeze her, and then it's saying even famous people are asking Linda to freeze their body. 
who the fuck is Linda? And why is she the person that famous? Like, like if you Google, I want to freeze my body. Does is Linda the one that comes up? I don't. I don't know how successful you can be being called Linda. I'm sorry, Linda. To freeze their bodies for two hundred thousand dollars per person. Nobody knows if Linda will succeed. Of course, they don't know. But according to her, if we can transfer our hearts to other people in 2021, then maybe we can unfreeze people and treat them in 2201. Linda standing here looking at the camera. She's got this fucking smug look on her face. Like she's like, looks like the start of an undercover boss episode. But Linda, what's going on with you? And this this video's got this video got seven hundred and eleven thousand likes. I, I just and you know what, Linda, one but the, okay okay I get it we can freeze you, easy no dramas. But Linda, one blackout you're melting, one blackout you're chocolate in the sun. You cho- oh, that chocolate in the sun, that's just, what's the, what? Uh, I just thought of a song, chocolate in the sun, no, not chocolate. Oh, there's a song that's like chocolate in the sun, but it's not chocolate in the sun. Either way, Linda, I think you're a fucking insane person and you're making a huge, huge mistake. Um, but best of luck to you because you think in 2201 that somehow... You're going to, oh my God, I just scrolled down and read the comments. As someone says, <laughs> she frees herself the minute before she die. People in the future. Yep, she's dead. <laughs> I didn't even realize they said that. The minute before, the minute she dies or the minute before she dies. Either way, it's just expectations, nothing. Reality, scientists unfreeze her and she dies after a minute. <laughs> But just the fact that 8 million people have watched this video and 711,000 of them have been like, yep, yep, I'm with Linda. Linda, she's making the right call here. Linda's going to melt and it's going to be messy. What a fucking, what a world we are living in. Imagine if we could have frozen, um, imagine if back in time we could have frozen people and brought them back. Who could we have brought back? I would have brought back fucking Genghis or Genghis. I listened to a podcast and they're talking about Genghis Khan, but they called him Genghis Khan. But I feel like saying Genghis is like one of those times when pronouncing something possibly the correct way makes you look like a fuckhead. So I'm sticking with Genghis. But imagine bringing him back because that dude was a fucking pussy slayer. I don't know what it's, it's like some percentage of, of the population. Um, is linked to, to Genghis Khan. Genghis Khan because of how much he just pounded down. And what's wild is that back then, sex cannot have been as enjoyable as it is now because back then, no one was showering. So he was just swamping it. Like he was still just as can, and he was a main actor. He'd go into villages, take it over, kill fucking everyone, and like steal the tribe leader's grandmother and be like, now. 
Like, this dude had a fucking problem. Wild. And then you look at the pictures of him and he just looks like a sad, like a, like there's no pictures of him that make him look bad at, oh, actually that, there's a, sorry, sculptures of him look fucking sick. Pictures of him look piss weak. But the fact that he just, I'd love to bring him back. Imagine you bring him back and he's just, just an absolute animal. Imagine Genghis Khan in a nightclub now. Not being able to kill for pussy, but just dying for some pussy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Jengi. Gang. Gang, gang. As Theo Vaughn would say. Gang, gang, Genghis Khan. And what else is going on in the world? What else can I talk about? Um, COVID's still fucked. Who would have thought? I started a podcast because I wanted something to do for a few months while I thought COVID was going to be going. COVID's still going, except WA barely felt it. But COVID's still out of control. And now it feels like old COVID doesn't matter anymore. we got this new COVID, the Delta COVID. And that's the one. Delta COVID. Like, it's like now, it's like, oh, he, he only has the normal COVID. It doesn't matter. We won't lock down because it's just normal COVID that 85 people have. It's not Delta. But if it's Delta COVID, we're locking down. But old COVID doesn't really matter. Even though last year, old COVID, terrifying. But now, it's only Delta. If it ain't Delta, we ain't locking down. Since then, there's just been some wild shit. I don't even know if I've spoken about this since... Um, since big, big, bad, bumbling Biden became the president, big Joe Biden. And there's multiple times where I've found Joe Biden just getting caught out admitting that he's fucking under the thumb. Um, and it's just great. It's just great watching um, watching Joe Biden stand up in front of a camera and just... Uh, like I like this one Biden blunders again thinks he's been president for 15 months here we go since January 20 and we're talking now about 15 months (laughs) this is the president since January 20 and we're talking now about 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 sometimes he sounds like the crazy frog winding up um about 15 months ago, the average daily cases are down from 184. January. Go. Go on. The average daily cases are down from 184,000 to 19,000. That's President Biden there making yet another blunder while addressing. Uh, and then. Imagine if newsreaders. Imagine if newsreaders were actually fucking. Decent to listen to. Straight after that video, straight into that newsreader talking, she's not a fan. Not a fan. But let's see. Let's see if we can find another one. There was, ooh, here's this one. Biden mumbles incoherently. Oh, there we go. Biden gaffes deliver new embarrassments. I don't know what this is. I'm clicking it. Been studying for weeks. um, You know, working up to today. I click on one video and we're into the, the fucking Batman crazy transition. Washington Free Beacon. What is this? What is Washington Free Beacon? And they've turned the comments off. But they've got Batman transitions. 
Ooh, this was an exciting development. Harassing the full potential of uh, those who are harassing. <laughs> all right, okay. Yeah, I'm all in for the Washington Free Beacon because whenever he fucks up, they go Bow! and play the Batman sound. Let's go back. Look, look. The, he says something Washington harassment and harassment. They go Bow! and play the Batman sound. Those who are harassing. <laughs> I know you all know, but a lot of people may not know what COVID is. You might not know what I mean. You might know what COVID is. And then, I, and then I fell up some stairs. Because Biden falls upstairs. And what are your plans? 120 days. <laughs> I love that he is the president of America. And he just, and the guy was middle of his question and he just leaned in and just said, 120 days. Give me a break. The proof is... And then they said 145 days. Okay. Put these in eating. In Libya, we should be opening up the... the, the, the for example... <laughs> in Libya, we should be opening up the... the, the and then it flashes up. And it says, Syria. <laughs> this video fucking tortures the, the president of the free world. Let that sample in uh, in Libya uh, of, uh, of Libya. So I'm going to get in trouble, with staff. I don't do this the right way. Jennifer Jacob Bloomberg. <sighs> wow, what a time! What a time! What an era! What a moment in history this is when we've got Biden as president. We've got Ellen. Off TV because she's a fucking bitch. We've got oh, just all the shit going on. There's so much stuff that's happened since last podcast. I honestly didn't even know how to. I felt like I just needed to get going and just release one and just be like, fuck it. Here you go. Listen to me talk about shit, even though it's going to be weird. Um, and then just, and then there's this Ben Robert Smith, this, this US SAS. Dude, who's just—I'm not even going to say that. Next podcast, I want to go deep. I want to go deep on all this fucking SAS shit and Ben Robert Smith. I'm going to do some research, which is unheard of. And when I say next podcast, it could be any time between now and the end of time. But I'm going to go into Ben Robert Smith because I really want to—I really want to get it right. And he's suing people for defamation. And in other fucking great news, Kevin Durant and the Brooklyn Nets, eh, get, go on fucking get, Kevin Durant and the Brooklyn Nets out of the NBA playoffs because they're fucking trash. Airballed at the last play of the game. Admittedly, Kevin Durant played a fucking sick game, but he's a dog. He's a dog. Anyone who has, anyone who's earning like $50 million a year who has a fake Twitter account to attack other Twitter users that argue with you can fuck off. Anyone who loses 3-1 to the Golden State Warriors then goes and joins the Golden State Warriors is a flog. Anyone who gets finals MVPs in championships, even though they probably would have won championships anyway, is a flog. Kevin Durant, maximum flog. Kyrie Irving, flog. Can't win without LeBron. James Harden doesn't seem like as bad a person, but I don't like the way he plays. But just Kevin Durant getting knocked out. 
And I love the fact that he gave it his all. <laughs> I love the fact that he truly tried his hardest to win and didn't win, which hopefully makes it hurt more. Because fuck you, Kevin Durant. Uh, and that's the best thing about sport is that we're allowed to hate people. And that's the lesson. That's the lesson on sport. Hating is okay. And there was some, what was the other thing I wanted? There was something I wanted to talk about. Fuck. What was it? Let me, let me open my notes. There was something else. And I had it written down and it's just completely blanked me. And now I'm going to, I'll bet I'll find it and it will be nothing. And I'll look a bit dumb. But that's fine. I probably already look a bit dumb because to be honest, I just leaned into this and just wanted to, just wanted to, just wanted to get going and get in, get up and around it. Um, I've lost it. I fucking lost it. I'll fucking lost that, eh? <laughs> Wait, what was that? Oh, that, oh, sorry, that just got that from the um. What happened, Mister Drifter? Great, absolutely great. Oh, was it? Actually, this is something I wanted to. I was thinking about because I've been back at the um a little while back. I went to the casino. We stayed a couple of nights at the casino. This was fucking ages ago, actually. To be honest, this was long. This was my birthday. Wait, was it? No, fucking hell! This is this was like nine months ago. All right, it's been a long time since I did a podcast, but the casino is fucking gross. It's but it, but it's so wild in the casino because you have people. You have poor people literally begging for money out the front. You have people you have people wearing op shop dress clothes so they can get into the casino, rubbing shoulders with genuine millionaires in fucking Dolce and Gabbana, and they're all lining up in the same line to get in. And it just and then it's just so weird. You get you've got ball gowns and then you've got jeans that have never been washed. You've got, honestly, you've got every, if you wanted to go, that, that's where they should go and do the next, um, the polling for the, for elections. Cause you're going to get a broad audience there. If you go and do polling for the elections at the casino, I reckon you're going to have your best bet. You've got every ethnicity, every, every mental condition. You've got every disease. You've got every fucking, you've got everything. But maybe, maybe not the right people that you want to be interviewing. Maybe not the right people. Because they're a bit weird. And I don't fucking hell. I feel like I just needed to record this and just get going and see what happened. And, 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 and. Maybe this one's not going to make it into the light. But I did it. Might release it, might not. Might cut it down, might extend it, might lengthen it, might drag it out, might play it at half speed, make you fucking earn it. But I might have to do a bit more writing before the next one because I came into this with nothing. Anyway, thanks so much. If you listen to this, if it makes it out, might not, might be embarrassed, might not release it. But we're on. We're rocking, we're rolling, we're crunching, we're bumping. That's what we're doing. Anyway, thanks a lot, fuckers. Peace.